0: Uh, You got me? Yeah. gotcha. All right. Cool. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for being on this call, Phil. Um, It's an honor really to just been watching you for so long since 2018 is when I started to see where you were at with um, Joe DeFranco. Um, So it was it's just been amazing to learn so much from you over time. Uh, Tell us a little bit about who you are for anybody that's watching that doesn't know.
1: Yeah. So my name is Phil DeRue. Uh, I've been a performance coach for about 12 years now. Uh, I've been working with uh, combat sport athletes, professional athletes for roughly seven or eight years. Uh, was a professional fighter myself for eight years. Uh, played college football, was an athlete all my life. You know, basically constantly testing myself in the gym, constantly testing myself physically, mentally um, to get to a degree of, I wouldn't say uncomfortableness is like a new word for me, right? That's what I want to put myself in at the point where I have to overcome obstacles, you know, give myself the the tactical and technical advantage, but also the mental advantage, the the psychological advantage. And that's where the gym really comes into play. But utilizing that to help me catapult my career too as well and give me the opportunity to work with like-minded individuals, you know. So I've been able to work with, blessed to work with, high level individuals you know at the highest level of the sport um but also be able to give them the quality of knowledge and some understanding of where they need to go because of the situations that i put myself in so that was where right you know again that's where the the gym and everything else comes into play but also just kind of testing yourself mentally right you know, from, from the fitness side but also from the strength and conditioning side there's a large amount that you can get out of testing yourself each and every day to allow for growth to occur. So that's where I really come into play when it comes down to my professionalism
0: as a, as a coach and how I can communicate that with my athletes. How did you, how like when you were, because we all start somewhere, right? We start in high school, lifting some weights, middle school, all that. And we start when we're younger on the street. Did you ever come to a point where you saw the switch between having fun as a kid to, I have to do this as homework and I have to get these things done and I have to go through this suffering right here?
1: Yeah, I mean, the funny thing was, was that I've always wanted to put myself in those positions. So even though it sucked at the moment, um, I went after it, like I, I pursued it. Like it was, it was something that was always in me um, since I was a kid. I believe that because it was instilled in me through my parents, you know, especially my mother. Um, She was the first female firefighter in her division. So I was four, I think I was like four years old where I would watch her kind of get ready for that particular, you know, testing that she had to do, to get ready for it. And I would push her, you know, obviously I'd have my bike and I'd ride my bike and and she would, uh, (laughs) she would, she would like jog right beside me, you know? So it was a real, it was a real cool thing to start my life with, you know, and understand like if you put in the effort, you're going to get out what you deserve. And so for that, I think that I've always pursued that uncomfortable situation um, to allow myself to grow and to to evolve and adapt, um, to get stronger, to, um, again, that's where I like strong, where, where the word to root strong, like, it wasn't so much of like how much you can lift, it was really how much you can endure, and how much you can overcome, and so like a lot of people think that I'm just trying to big time and like, oh, Daru strong, like you're trying, you know, talking about how much you lift or, you know, how much weight you can put on the bar. But really, it's not like that. It's actually more from that psychological mindset um, and allowing yourself to never let any situation stop you from becoming who you want to be.
0: You know? Yeah, I, I I listened to um, a lot of your podcasts and just tracking your story. It just it, it, it was more about the world got heavy. More than the bar got heavy, and it was it was um you know the just a, this quit snippet of it you you know you were an athlete and then you were you know you went to college, but then you've had you've had to quit stuff to make sure that you handled your personal stuff on the side and you had to fight through you know the world getting heavy you have to lift it through that's that's daru strong, but did you also see how other people around you like your boys like just they didn't want to do that as homework. They didn't have that mentality of, hey, look, I know that you're trying to endure and just go for it because that's the honor that you look for in your soul. That's who you are. And then no. others were like, "Nah, I just do this because I want to go to the NFL or whatever. I'm just, uh, it's, it's too hard.
1: Yeah. Like we've had people like I, I play with Jason Pierre-Paul, man. He played obviously the Super Bowl champion. You know, he played for the Giants, Tampa Bay Bucks. Those guys, like he put in the effort, but like super genetically gifted, you know what I mean? Like super talented. And there's other guys in there that, that were really talented that didn't want to put in the work that, you know, kind of went off of their genetic talent or whatever they were their their, you know, the, their abilities that they have. Um, and they didn't make it too far. I mean, they made it to college. They were, they were probably good in college and then they got surpassed by the guys that would overwork them. Right. So. I never really ran in that circle of individuals. So I kept my circle very small with like-minded individuals that were willing to put out the effort because those became, those guys became family and they still work with me till this day. Like my guy that does all my videos, he's been my best friend since I was seven, eight years old. He still has the same mindset, you know? Um, but there's been a lot more that I've had to overcome and I haven't really said this like publicly, but there's been a lot, like, especially like in high school and, and getting into trouble there, um, having to change schools and having to relocate basically, and to re-evolve into a person that I am today um, and make better decisions, man. And I think that that comes from, you know, going through situations and having those experiences and growing as an individual. Um, But yeah, I never really, Put myself in the position to be around those individuals that were going to drag me down because again, right. That, that right there, like Louis always says, Louis Louis Simmons is one of my mentors. Always said you run with a lame, you develop a limp. So <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, I'm not trying to run with lames, you know. So I got to run with lions, and so well, anybody works in my works around me in my circle, they're all lions, man. We're no sheep over
0: here. That's that's amazing, and it's awesome because you have lions that are athletes, but then you have to also find yourself within the lions of being great coaches and strength and conditioning coaches and other specialty skill coaches that you have to work with within the athlete but then also for even further than that the, the business you know side of it, it it just becomes the same over and over endure keep going keep being strong and it's not so much of the bar or it's not so much how much money you're going to make it's just how much can you push forward against yourself and the world you know the world around you that's really yeah. good
1: I feel like that's a, that's a byproduct. Like, obviously you put in the effort, you're going to get stronger physically. You put in the effort, you're going to make some money, you know, and, but it all starts with your ability to overcome and your ability to almost accept the uncomfortable, accept that pain, you know, and I always got, right. I got a, I got a quote also. It's like, you know, strength is developed when you have the ability to manage pain. And for that, you know, I think about it as like, especially even in the weight room, you look at it, right? It, it could be straightforward in the sense where if you want to get op- optimal growth, you have to go through a little bit of pain, right? So you got to right. be able to adapt. Um, same thing from a mental standpoint. So with that, like I always live through that moniker and I'm, linking, I'm thinking about myself, like what, what can I do today to put myself in those uncomfortable situations? Almost like a Goggins style of approach, <laughs> man. Like, like I, man, that guy's crazy, but I understand him. You know, I yeah. uh, understand yeah. people that, that have to get to that point, man, they have to get to the point of failure in order for them to evolve. So that's,
0: that's a good way uh, for me to ask you, like one of our uh, good questions that we have on here is what is your favorite failure? And, and a favorite is, is just the word I picked. It could be the most impactful failure, but what has been a failure that determined a fork in the road for you that Every now and then, you just remind yourself, like, I got through that. This changed me. It's going to change. It's actually two
1: of them, right? Because it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life, right? Um, and again, something I really never said on, on in public. But, uh, yeah, I was sitting. I was actually. It's the first time. First time, guys. So here we go. But I was actually sitting you um, know, in a, in a, in a jail cell at 17, 16 years old. And I said to myself, man, I'll never put myself in a position to be here again, you know, and uh, I made the decision right then and there to change the way I thought, to change my, my, uh, my way of moving around in life, you know, the way I treat people, you know, my decisions that I make on a daily basis, you know. I was doing the right things as far as putting my head down and working hard for things, but I also was making bad decisions on the other end. So it was a give and take, you know, I was 50, 50 playing from the field. I was on the fence. Right. And right? When, when I made a decision to jump over the fence and really, really go after it is uh, really what I started to evolve. And then the second one, you know, um, last, last year, um, I lost both my parents within a three month span. Uh, my, my father died uh, uh, about, three months before my mother died. Uh, my father died very sudden, right? He had an esophageal bleed and uh, showed up to the house. My mother called me at five in the morning. She said that, uh, get over here. You know, he's bleeding everywhere. We got to take him to the hospital. Um, so I got there, there's blood all over the place. They already took him to the hospital. Once I got there, he was dead on arrival. So I didn't even really get to say anything to him. Um, at that time, they both were going through a tough situation, um, battling certain types of addictions. And then my mother uh, died of lupus, like just deteriorated her whole body, you know? And she made bad decisions after that. Um, Again, addicted to pain medicine, you know? So lost her, uh, again, that was a little bit, not that losing a parent is easy, but it was a little easier for me because I knew that it was her time that she wanted to go, you know? But overcoming that and then just kind of keeping... I know it sounds bad, but keeping it moving, you know, keep it moving forward. And um, I went to the went to the funeral. Right after that, I had guys I had to train, so I went right back to work. You know, um, and that's where I knew, like mentally, I'm calloused, right? And mentally, I can get over anything that I need to. You know, what I'm saying as long as I have a higher, a higher power of understanding. Um, I can look to a higher power too as well um, and know that no matter what happens, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be successful no matter what.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like that because the fact that you can understand that it brings a higher level of knowledge. One of those failures was on your part, on your choice. And one of them is not a failure. It was just onset onto you because of the family that you were born into. And that's what happened. That's the story of how it played out. And that's not your fault. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that you consciously did. So being able to handle both sides of the coin is an amazing thing because we're not in charge of the things that happen. You know, yeah. we, we we can't say to make it happen or not. You know, even if you tried the hardest to be as most successful as you can be, I've seen people do that and also run themselves into the ground. Yeah. It, it just, we never know, right? And I like that because you have something that you can't just like train into. It's, it's something that's been given to you. So that, that's pretty amazing. Have you been able to foresee any of these failures as far as like just your your own like let's say you had a failure in business or a failure like something with an athlete Have you been able to foresee that? I know that's gonna happen yeah and, and sometimes you feel it coming and it comes
1: It's, it's gonna come no matter what you know what I mean like I, I know that it's inevitable you know things happen you got you got successes, you got failures and I, and I almost look forward to it man to be honest with you because now I know, With all the failures that I have, there's a huge amount of growth that comes from that. You know, you got to put yourself at rock bottom in order for yourself to grow, right? So right at, you know, at the base level, when everything, you're at your lowest point, you only got one way to go, right? Can't go down anymore. So now we got to go up. So at that point, I know exactly what I need to do. And it gives me a sense of, uh, of, uh. I guess, passion, uh, excitement, you know, because I'm just like, all right, now it's time to put up or shut up. Your back against, your back's against the wall. What are you going to do now, Phil? Let's make this shit happen. And so for that, I look forward to those times, man. I love the successes. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't bask in glory or anything of that nature. Like when Dustin beat Connor, I was super happy, but I was more so happy for him. And I was happy for the fact that like watching somebody, um, at his level go through such a you know go through such like trials and and and, and tribulations of, of of like his whole entire career and then succeed in his power is personified um and and i can utilize that too as well in my own right
0: right that's <laughs> the, that, go ahead no that's 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 the that's the fighting the dog at the end of the day it's just, it's just the fighting the dog it's it's some people give up too easy and Things are going to always get in your way. And I tell the athletes all the time that come in and they're like, oh, but I got homework and I got this and my girlfriend, this and my girl and this and whatever. And I couldn't cook this morning. It's like, all right, then I guess as an athlete, let's say on the athletes world, it's like you're not going to win. That's not how you're going to win on the business side. I I don't know my numbers. I didn't do my financials. And I okay, well, good. You'll be okay. You'll be all right. But all right. It's not a winning Um, effort. So, yeah,
1: that's where you can definitely see where things will go downhill. Like when the guys are not willing to put out the effort, like I I can, I can deal with you just not being physically gifted. I can deal with you just not having the skill set. but when you can't put out effort, I don't know what to do with you then at that point, you know, there's only so much I can try to motivate you and inspire you and lead you in the right direction, give you, you know, uh, a strategic approach to things. But if you don't go after it, if you don't attack it and you don't put intent towards it, then there's really nothing we can do from there.
0: Yeah, I, I like that because a lot of people get themselves down or things happen to them and they don't have that. What you just said is the inspiration, um, which comes from within. You know, you can try to motivate them all you want, but it's in them at the end of the day when you feel that you have this lack of inspiration, if ever, let's say that I remember you went through your surgery and I remember you've, you've gone through your things when you are at the lowest and you're, let's say you're going through a training slump that you're like, I just don't want to train this week or anything. What have you found that works best for you to get you out of that slump? Is it time? Is it throwing yourself into another challenge? What do you think?
1: It's, it's finding another way to compete. I think you know and compete with myself. You know, right now I'm looking to do a triathlon. You know, this so like <laughs> taking it from the other side of the spectrum. Wow, like I've done strength sports, obviously did MMA, but this is something I've never done. You know, um, and I'm not going for like a sprint triathlon, I'm going for the full uh, Olympic triathlon. You know, and I had conversations with people like, why don't you just do the sprint one, or why don't you just do like I know that that's not going to be enough. You know, even if I come in first, I know it's not going to be enough. You know, I like I'm like, I got to put myself in a position to where I where Like, even if I don't finish first, it's not that it's really not that. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm trying to prove to myself and I'm trying to put myself in the position. Now, I think that that's the way I get over things, man. Like, I'm always inspired. I don't think there's ever a day where I'm not inspired to do what I need to do. There is times where I'm pretty fatigued. I don't like to say the word tired, but I am fatigued. Right. You know, um, and those are days that you have to just push forward, man. Like it's gonna happen. You know, it, you're de- it's gonna happen more more so that than you feeling better about yourself, like feeling good. This days feels good. And very seldom do your days feel good because you're always grinding, right? I don't look at the scoreboard a lot. There's right. There's like plenty of times I could and be like, oh man, I did great. I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and take a vacation. The only time I'll take a vacation right is if I know my wife needs it. I know my kids need it because they need a break and they need me right But if it's just me, I'm all in right? I'm going right But I know that at this point, being a father, being a husband, I need to give them their, their time. So yeah, I think that when I get inspired it's more so about you know what I have going for me. we have guys that are fighting, in three weeks, we have guys that are fighting. In six weeks, then on top of that, I have business, you know, aspirations that I want to, you know, right. accomplish at this year. You know, we, we're moving into an expanded facility. Like we got five thousand square feet. We're building next door. You know, with the ten thousand square feet that we have now. You know, um, with the online stuff, we want to ex- expand the mentorship. Right? I would have seven hundred coaches that I mentor online from around the world. I want that to a thousand. I want a thousand plus. I want to be able to go back overseas. I want to be able to do these things. And I can only do that if I stay working, if I stay in, in in going forward and doing what I do. And that's really what inspires me is like the, you know, the opportunities that will come, you know, working with celebrities, working with elite athletes, and it only comes, trust me, it wasn't an overnight thing. Everybody seems to think that it wasn't <laughs> like there were, I, I started my gym at 22 years old. I had no business sense whatsoever. I really started it because I needed to make a little bit of extra money. And I didn't want to pay another gym, a, a, you know, an, like as an independent contract, I didn't want to pay rent. I was like, man, right. if I'm going to pay rent, I might as well just open up my own spot. Right. So it was really just a fact of like, I just needed to make some money. And then all of a sudden I started getting more and more people and then things things started to grow. So the inspiration of those people wanting to be there and trusting in me and giving me feedback like I I inspire them and I motivate them to get better. That helps me get up out of bed and keep moving forward. That helps me, you know, with every waking moment that I have, you look to get more value out of what my situation is, right? So I'm always learning, I'm always looking to find out new information I'm conversing with people that I trust and I respect you know I bring on people just like yourself with podcasts I like to talk you know I like to converse with those individuals to get a get a glimpse into their mind a little bit um, right because it, it it goes hand in hand you know and then from there it kind of you know with, with those people that you again surround yourself with it kind of bleeds off
0: you know? yeah I, I I like it because it's it's not every day that you find somebody that can be accountable to themselves, but also very accountable to other people, which is what's keeping the fire on. It was keeping the fire on in you and never lose inspiration. And I tell people all the time, like, look, one of the biggest investments you could do is to hire a coach. If you hire a coach, you're probably going to be more uh, accountable to the coach than to yourself because a lot of people just fail on their own. You know what I'm saying? But you seem yeah. to have both, which is really good. Yeah. No, no, don't get me wrong. Like
1: I'll definitely like, If it's something that I know that I'm not an expert in, I'm going to hire a coach, you know, because I know that I need to be an athlete at times, too, as well. Like Kyle Dobbs is a guy. He's actually in my gym right now. Uh, He's a guy that came from Missouri. Right. He was one of my coaches for a long time, getting me back to sport because we can always, you know, bounce ideas off of each other. But he holds me there accountable. Not like I need it, but it is good to have because, again, it's almost like a team. right? Right. So I'm a team guy like from the core, right. Even when I was fighting, I always had a team around me, right. I had American top team, you know, I had Dean Thomas, I had all my teammates, you know, so even in an individual sport, it's still a team effort because you need those individuals to help get you to where you yep. need to be and vice versa. So, yeah, I mean, I think if you are, don't think that you're too good for a coach. That's one thing. it's like, right. I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm pretty high up there as far as knowledge and and as far as uh experience you know as from a coaching standpoint but i'm not afraid or i'm not too big-headed to think that i can't hire a coach you know what i mean so yeah don't ever think that and then also find some mentors find some people that has been there and done that and ha- and can give you true value um and that's what i've been able to do you know and it's not just it's not just you know to a point of like you not believing in yourself that's not it at all it's it's more so about you know giving the giving yourself the opportunity to learn from other people that's been there and done that in this yeah. way you can level up faster right that's life. it's all
0: about speed yeah, yeah. for sure that's i love that man um and let's let's put fill on every every cage in the world every case because that's your that's your passion if you had to put a banner on every cage where fighters are practicing right now in the world and that banner can only say one thing like just just one statement that's Daru's message to everyone that's fighting out there everyone that's an MMA fighter jiu jitsu anything like or even every gym what's the message that is that legacy for you so
1: i i wear these i wear these dog tags around my neck right and one is is symbolic to my to my father who was in the navy um but more so Um, it's it's, it's two sayings that I have, right? And the one I've already told you, which is strength comes from your ability to manage pain. And the other one is something that's more so along the lines of how I feel each and every day, which is power is established when challenges are met. So where I feel is that if you want to be a person of power, of high power, you have to constantly challenge yourself. So don't go in there looking for an easy sparring session. Don't go in there knowing that you're going to bypass the harder guys. Cause I know how guys think I've been in a game, right? They'll go in there. There's probably 20, 30 guys in sparring, depending on the gym size. And they'll go to the guys that they've been sparring with. They'll go to the guys that they know they can handle and they'll take rounds off. And sometimes it's, it's a strategic approach. And I understand that, but there is some times where you're going to have to put yourself through the shit. You're going to have to go against a guy that's possibly can take your head off and put yourself in an uncomfortable situation because in the fight, that's what it's going to be. That guy's going to take your head off. He's going to try to kill you, you know, and that goes through everything. That's not just in fighting. right? Right. That's, you know, so like, yeah, there's some times where like I'll park my car, you know, A quarter mile half a mile down the road just to go ahead and walk into the store because i'm like oh this is easy even though there's parking spots right in the front yeah let me let me let me make this a little bit more difficult so power
0: is established when challenges are met that's Mm -hmm. that's you man that's perfect of everything that we talked about that kind of puts it all together and and it's not a position of power of like uh like a self uh, push up to be like higher than everybody else or more powerful to be able to manage everybody is it's, it's I, I understand it from your position of power is that power as in the, the essence and the fire that you have inside of you, how much can you push against whatever is pushed against you? Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's self, it's self-empowerment, you know, it's yeah. so like, all right, well, I have the power to succeed no matter what, because I put myself in these positions each and every day that I know that I can overcome any type of obstacle. Right. So that's, that's really what it is, man. It's not, there's no real, like, uh, crazy, uh,
0: there's no fancy hack. There's no biohack. No, nah, there's nothing. you're not going to give me some like spinach drink. That's going to make me fight better. Nah. On, no, man. no,
1: no, 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 <laughs> uh, no potions. Nah, no man, nothing, man. Honestly, the best guys that I've trained, man, don't even take any supplements, man. They don't even, <laughs> they don't even really, they don't even look for the quick fix. You know, they got guys now that like are sponsored and, and they'll go with that. But like, at the end of the day, man, it's just grit, it's just hard work, man. Like finding hard work. And I then like just it. being being smart, being smart, you know. I think I think smart does have a does play a great role in, in, in your ability to, to be powerful, but also to evolve and get better. Because yeah, you have to train hard and you have to train smart. So let me let me go ahead and reiterate that. Like there's ways that you can always progress. Push yourself where you need to and then get yourself to the point where, okay, I'm always getting better. I'm always learning. I'm always growing. And, um, you know, sometimes it's going to be harder than than others. But um, that's when that's when true character becomes, you know, uh, to the forefront.
0: I like it. So just to end it here, because I know you got to go. The message that I understand from Phil that's putting out there is is you have to make sure that to become the best that you can be. You cannot be afraid to throw yourself into the fire and to throw yourself into any challenges out there because that's really what's going to test you and bring out those changes that you want um, in your life. I like that, Phil. I mean, I really appreciate the fact that you gave me the time that you were, you've were. you been super humble since the day that I started writing to you years ago. Um, what you're doing over there is amazing. I have to take a drive over there. It's not that mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. I got to go over there. And just, man, I, I can't wait to see you suffer through a triathlon. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm going to be yeah, saying, That's the challenge he wanted to be in. <laughs> yeah. I oh, can't wait. Then I'm going to go to an Ironman. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it, man. Hey, Phil, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. You have a wonderful day. Oh, by the way, what's the website? What's the Instagram?
1: Uh, Yeah, so Darustrong.com. And my Instagram is Darustrong also. So check me out.
0: All right. Take care, man. Appreciate right, your time, brother. Appreciate Later. That,